Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of No Boundaries. It's your girl Aisha checking in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Guess what we're going to be talking about today, guys? Uh, Are you going to be pitiful or powerful? I need y'all to let that sink in. Are we pitiful or are we powerful? So when you look at it, you think of pitiful. So um, when you're thinking about being pitiful, you're kind of wallowing in your circumstance. You're kind of having this, you know, this kind of woe-ish me moment. Like, you know, um, that little girl that never gets picked for anything. Or that, um, that person at work that never gets the credit for the assignment that they contributed to. Or um, that single mother that's going through her situation and uh, trying to take care of everyone and putting herself on the back burner. Or that dad who's trying to hold down the family and and you've had someone tell you in your travels that you're not good enough or criticize the job that you're doing when you're doing the best that you can. So we think about it from that perspective to say, are we going to wallow in those things that people said about us? Are we going to wallow in the things that did not go right in our lives? Or are we going to take that those experiences and are we going to turn around and make those things powerful? Are we going to use those things as fuel? Are we going to burn that energy, guys? Or are we going to sit around and soak in it? Me, myself, I choose to burn that energy, make it fuel, and make it power. Um take control of your life and your circumstances and your situations and not let what people have said or uh, people have done or the lack of them affirming you and confirming things and speaking good things in your life or over your life or the lack of them supporting you in whatever er whatever area of your life um, don't let that deter you don't let that get you in a slump to where you're sitting around and you're thinking to my to yourself like I used to think like, man, you know, um, I, I recall a time when I suffered from low self-esteem really, really bad. Um, I didn't have, uh, in my opinion, the affirmation that a young woman would get from her dad when dad, you know, takes you on your first date, tells you that you're his little girl, you're beautiful, you're smart, you're pretty, you can do anything that you put your mind to. I didn't have all that. I didn't, matter of fact, I didn't really have any of that. Because, like, when you're transitioning to start, you know, getting that pat on the back from your dad, um, I would say probably, you know, around the age of seven and four. My dad passed when I was seven. So it's like, um, I remember a few things, but I, I didn't have those moments. And it's like, okay, um, I didn't have those things. So it's just like, okay. Um, am I going to continue to sit and wallow in it? Now, don't get me wrong. I think about it and I be like, man, I wish my dad was here to see me do A, B, and C. Or I wish my dad was here to, you know, um, you know, see his grandkids and give give them words of wisdom. And, you know, be be the, the grandpa that they, they, they need and deserve. But that's not my story. So it's like, okay... Uh, I have to take that energy and say, you know what, um, as a grandmother, as, as a nanny, as my grandson calls me, I want to be the best, the best grandma I can be. 
I'm going to spend as much time with him as I can. I'm going to, uh, you know, share wisdom with him, you know, pour into him, get him whatever it is that, that, you know, his mom says he needs and I can contribute in whatever way, shape or form. And yes, he has a dad that does, you know, his part, but it's just like your part as a grandparent. So it's like, I wasn't taught those things. So it's like, um, and I didn't experience those things. So it's like you, uh, take that and you become what you want. You know, you give what you didn't have. You invest that energy and time into someone else. So it's like, okay, that makes the experience, which could have been pitiful, not having my dad uh, to, you know, coach me throughout my life and in my relationships and my my decisions and to affirm me. I could have let that be a negative uh, thought and energy in my mind forever and keep me in a place of complacency and keep me in a place of not wanting to do better um, or venture out in the world and explore life, but I didn't. I took that energy and, and transferred it and made it powerful. So it's like, okay, I'm telling my story. I'm helping someone else. I'm being a grandparent. I'm being a mother. You know, I'm being encouraging to other people. So it's like, you know, what what do you do in that, that, that uh, situation? If you're going through things like that in your life, let's say you didn't get picked for the promotion or they gave the job to someone else or um, your job doesn't recognize your value unless, you know, they're in, in, in a crunch and they don't want to, you know, take your advice or your ideas and uh, utilize them. Or in some instances, you know, I've talked to people where the job has used their ideas and didn't give them credit for it, uh, you know, or include them in the thought process and the planning I mean well the rollout of the the things that were planned so it's like what do you do in that situation it's like do you do you become bitter do you become angry or do you pull back and not put forth the effort that you were doing at first and don't get me wrong these are knee-jerk natural reactions that people have but you can't stay in that space no 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 I, I I'm going to encourage you to get up and reclaim your power, re uh, reclaim your throne, take back that moment and say, you know what, that job didn't appreciate me, but someone else will. Or if God is still calling you to serve in a place that does not appreciate you um, and you feel like you're, you're in the pit and you'll never make it to the palace like Joseph did, he, <laughs> you will have the favor of God on your life. God will give you things that uh, insight and wisdom and discernment and you'll have favor with people that <laughs> uh, money can't buy money can't buy favor money can't beat favor so it's like when God had his, has his hand on your life and he's a part of your life no no devil in hell no uh, demonic force walking this earth can prohibit you from claiming what's yours you cannot no one can block your blessings you can forfeit your blessings, but no one can block your blessings. And it's like, again, you take that negative energy and you make it power. You, you have to because it's like we, we cannot afford to sit around and wallow in our circumstances, guys. We really can't. And it's like, you know, uh, for people uh, who may be experiencing something different where, you know, everything might have went well in your life. You had your parents, your grandparents, positive 
uh, things going. You finished school. You finished college. You got a nice family. And you got a lot of nice things going for you. But the one thing that's your baby is your business. It's your book. Um, it's your whatever it is. And it didn't take off the way that you wanted it to take off. Or it's not doing so well. And um, you've got not so great feedback from different people. Do not let that deter you. Do not fall in the pit and be pitiful about it and wallow in your circumstances. You take what you've learned from uh, that situation and you progress and you move forward. You reinvent the wheel and you say, Holy Spirit, how do I do this better? Um, how do I enhance what you've already given me? Uh, open the doors to where it is you need me to be. Guide me to the people that and the, the, the relationships, the tools and resources that you've designated to me when you call me into creation to make this thing work. you got to get your head in the game. And don't get me wrong, sometimes we, uh, I mean, we're human. We have that moment. But you can't stay there. You cannot stay there. So you have to go from that moment of the, the, the self-pity and, you know, just like, you know, feeling low. And you have to channel that energy into power. I'm telling you, it is a powerful thing for you to pick yourself up and go on about your business. And then as you're standing in a room full of people and you're giving your testimony and you're telling how God has... Uh, you know, poured out favor in your life, how God has lifted your head up and encouraged you, how you're telling other people that they too can make it, that you came from grassroots, you had to, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. When people hear those stories, that is fuel for them. You're pouring into them. They know that they too can make it to another level. I'm telling you, it's inevitable. It's like when the Bible tells us that, you know, whatever man or woman think in their heart about this situation, then that's what it truly is. So it's one of those things to where, you know, if you're thinking negative, uh, then it will you will get the negative. But if you're thinking positive and you're trying to troubleshoot your way out of a situation, then you will have a resolution. You will have an answer. You will have a victory. And um, that is... You know, that is undeniable because guess what? God is not a man that he should lie. So nothing he says, nothing he promised you, nothing that, uh, uh, again, that he said or he promised you will ever be a lie. Now, the thing about it is you're waiting for the manifestation. And so it's like, okay, Lord, I'm waiting for these things to manifest in my life. You said A, B, and C. I'm trying to turn it around. I'm trying not to be pitiful. I'm trying to be powerful. We all have that, that you know, that thought process, right? So it's like, in the midst of that, what do you do? It's like your posture while you're waiting. You learn to be a bit more patient. And whatever, and, and you know, sometimes we lose it. We lose it all in, in, in the natural sense and in our mind. And we lose it and we say, you know what, God, I need you to help me. That you cry out to the Holy Spirit for the Holy Spirit to help you and, and to intervene on your behalf and make, you know, make a way for you to get through this situation. And I guarantee you, it'll manifest. Keep your faith. It'll manifest. And when it does, I'm telling you, it's like 
a, a, a second wind. It's like a, a breath of fresh air. It's like a fresh anointing on your life. It, it is one of the most powerful experiences that you will ever have in your life. When you reclaim what God has given you, when you reclaim what has uh, been declared rightfully yours by the blood that Jesus shed for us, it is a beautiful thing. I'm learning to walk this thing out, guys, because guess what? I didn't I didn't have the tools. I didn't have, you know, I'm, I'm learning day by day. And when I learn something or I, I become excited about something or God shows me something or he makes me smile or whatever the case may be, I come and I share that with you guys, hoping that it enlightens someone, that it encourages someone, that it puts a fire under you that, you know, um, not to settle, not to forfeit, not to compromise, but to stay the course and to be consistent and to continue to keep trying and doing what needs to be done in your life. So also guys, uh, remember when I mentioned the word pity early on, um, and again, it talks about, you know, kind of drowning in one's own, uh, sorrows or suffering. And, you know, it, it brings about a sense of being, um, helpless. Um, and I know that feeling all too well, because when I was in and out of the system as a kid, I felt helpless. I felt that I had no power. I felt like, you know, a, a victim of my circumstance at times. Um, and I had allowed the enemy to plant seeds of negativity in my mind. So again, you know, the focus is to turn what is negative into positive, which equals power. And again, when we think of power, it stems from the, um, when we think of being powerful, it stems from the root word power. And so when I think of power, I think of a force to be reckoned with. Um, I think of strength. I think of a movement. Uh, I think of provision. And, you know, a few other things come to mind like influence, because when you have power, you have influence. You can influence people to be followers of what it is that you're doing and pursuing and if they don't want to follow you, maybe a few words of wisdom that you have given them can influence them to uh, not focus on the negatives in their life and to find strength in your mode of encouragement. And that will trickle down and give them the ability to obtain and develop their own level of power, which creates authority. And as one, you know, who walks in authority, you become a game changer. You become someone who cultivates, uh, like I said, the very same things or similar things that um, attributes about you and power and self-awareness. You create those things in other people um, with your presence, with your words, how you, you know, walk through life. Because, you know, Marvin Sapp once said that when he preached at our church a while ago that your witness is your lifestyle. So when people see you living this powerful, confident life, they want to know what is it that you possess? What is it that you see? What lens do you view life through? So I can see myself in that way and be just as uh, uh, powerful and strong, if not greater than, you know, and um, it is, it, it's a, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, lost my train of thought. But anyway, um, 
again, you know, when I think of power, um, I also look at it from the standpoint of our God-given authority. Um, when he created us, he gave us power. He gave us dominion. Um, and we have to learn to walk in those things. Now, see, guys, once you learn to walk in those things, you are free, you know, free from the ramifications of your past experiences. You're not a victim. You're a victor. You're victorious. And people can't harm you. You know, um, it takes me back to uh, a scripture. It's in, uh, what is it? Titus uh, 2, I believe it is. And it talks about... Um, things that you should teach and kind of like focus on basically. And it talks about, you know, encouragement and it talks about rebuke, uh, with all authority and, you know, not to let anyone despise you, you know? So another version talks about, you know, basically not letting anyone disregard you and that, you know, what you say and how you operate, that you command respect. Respect is what? Respect is power. Um, so again, it, it goes back to being, it goes back to power, being powerful. It goes back to walking in authority. It, um, it goes back to, uh, commanding respect in the way that you operate, um, how you handle business, how you handle, uh, things on a personal level, things in your family, how you handle your finances, whatever it is, you will need to execute power in every level of life. If not, then people will definitely take advantage. They will definitely walk over you. And um, uh, as one preacher once said, if you don't know the use of a thing or the purpose of a thing, then you'll do what? You'll misuse it and you'll abuse it. And you don't want to be misused or abused. You want to execute your power, not abuse your power, but you want to execute your power and, um, you know, stand up for yourself. And uh, that is one of the things that um, I thank God that I'm able to do and, and not do it in a way, well, do it in a way that still, uh, you know, shows love, shows respect to the person that is being, you know, offensive um, or doesn't know any better or whatever the, you know, the situation may be. Um, there's a another uh, scripture in um, uh, John 10, and basically it talks about, um, it says, no one can take it from me, meaning, you know, my power, my authority, um, the rights that God has given me. It says, but I can choose to lay it down at any time. And basically I can choose to take that authority and power and pick it back up at any time of my choosing because God has given me that power and authority. So we want to, it is, you know, it's imperative that we walk in power and that we, you know, not just walk in power, but walk in power the appropriate way. That is very, very important guys. So with that being said, it's like you, to sum it all up, it's like, you take the level of faith that you have. You take the level of confidence that you have and, you know, what it is that God has called you or instructed you to do. And then you walk it out. 
you walk it out with the authority and confidence in what it is that you're doing. And the combination of all of those things are powerful. And don't forget it. So come along and, and, and say it with me. Because, yes, I got a chant for this one, guys. Say it to yourself. Look in the mirror and say, I am powerful. Say, I have authority. I have strength. And I'm going to use it. And you walk in that thing every single day. And don't get me wrong. It doesn't have to be this major thing. But whatever it is that you're struggling with, whatever it is that you're dealing with, um, I'll give myself, I'll give you an example for myself. I've been battling the whole uh, weight loss, weight gain journey for the majority of my life. I do great sometimes. I'm on a roll. And then there are times when I have setbacks and I'm on, uh, I'm falling off the wagon, so to speak. And what I find power in is I remember the past victories. And every day that I choose to make a better choice in what I eat, whether I work out or not, if I choose to make a better choice in what I eat, uh, I choose to make a better choice in, you know, how I move and being more mobile. And those are strides towards the greater goal of movement, you know, of the intake and output in my life. So um, celebrate the milestones. Um, don't get caught up in them. Milestones are powerful as well. But celebrate those things and continue to cultivate power within yourself. And then when you cultivate that power within yourself, um, you share that with other people. It's contagious. Trust me. It's contagious. And then before you know it, you'll be in a room full of people who are sharing the same energy, walking in that same God-given authority. And that is a powerful movement to tear down darkness, to change negative situations into positives, and to, you know, change your mindset. So, you know, in closing, guys, I know this has sounded kind of like a miniature Bible study along the way throughout this uh, this episode. But again, um, I would just say the word of God is food for your soul and prescriptions on how to live your life. Uh, with that being said, there's a scripture in um, Hebrews 10. And it talks about, it tells us to, you know, not throw away our confidence and that it will be richly rewarded. So if we remain confident in what God has told us to do, um, what we know God has called us to do, and, you know, the manner in which he's uh, told us to carry it out, we will see um, the benefits of that. We will be richly rewarded. And, and it's not in a sense of monetarily um, it's also in the sense of the peace and the joy that it brings you to be obedient and um, the ability you have with that power that he's given you to enlighten someone else and to change the trajectory of their life and uh, help them, you know, gain a different viewpoint on um, how their life should be walked out according to what God has promised us. So um, as always, guys, stay safe. Uh, keep God first and I'll catch you next week.